Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey guys, Working Class Bowhunter Podcast once again. Myself, Kurt Geyer, and Austin Chandler. We're doing the intros for the ATA episodes. So the ATA episodes are uh, usually a little bit shorter episodes like that. So, and we're probably going to use, we're going to rapid blast these. So if this is the first one in the batch you're listening to, or in the middle of the batch ATA episode, ATA episodes, uh, you know, we're using the same intro for all of them because they're kind of quick in your face episodes and, uh, just, you know, certain products or stories or whatever it may be that we recorded on. But ATA was a good time this year. Uh, we had a ton of fun, get to see all our buddies, uh, Doug rode the bull at uh, PBR, had his make cutting great again moment. Uh, I mean, what else happened? There's a bunch of stuff going on. Some good meetings. We recorded a bunch of good podcasts. Um, yeah, I got to shake hands with some guys we'd never met before. Got to maintain a bunch of existing relationships and yeah. had a great time at ATA. I always look forward to that show. It, it is a good time, man. And I always think like, man, I don't know if we're going to do ATA this year. And then after we do it, I'm always glad. It's always fun. Always fun. Clint Casper came down. Our good buddy Todd Anderson came and hung out for a little bit. Um, we just had a good time, man. Yeah. Positive vibes. Literally, I couldn't name one negative thing that happened if I had to. Um, a lot of bums in Louisville. <laughs> that was the negative. <laughs> That's I guess. the negative. Yeah, it was cold, but we got to eat some Krispy Kremes and uh, ate some good barbecue one night. There's always good food down there. Yeah, it, it was a good time all around. So. If it's the same type of intro on all these ATA ones, we just figured that, you know, they're shorter episodes. We, you know, it gets the point across. Um, and real quick, we just want to thank our partners and we want to thank you guys for listening to our ads and supporting what we do and supporting our partners because they support us. And if they support us for as wild as we are sometimes. Uh, to me, I think that th that says they're pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, Elite Archery, Big Time, Scent Crusher. Old Barn Taxidermy, Camo Fire, Loophole Optics, HHA and HHA USA, Thermacy, Victory Arrows, Huntworth, Slick Trick, Spy Point Cams, um, 
Novik's tree stands. And of course, there's some there's some more in there that are coming, or you know that we're we're working with, and that'll be popping back up in the year. Um, but yeah, man, we just appreciate all you guys and supporting what we do. And um, you know, anybody that came up and talked to us at ATA was it was very flattering and and very very weird for us, but we appreciate it. If that makes sense, right? Yeah. So let's just get to these. We'll cut the BS. Um, hope you enjoy them. Hope uh, you want to check out some of these products. And, uh, yeah, Rapid Fire Blast, the podcast, three-shot burst. Hope you like it. All right, we're here knocking them out at the ATA Show 2022. And, and Louisville. Louisville, depends where you're from. Yeah. Can you nice. only say Louisville if you're from the area? Because I feel like it's weird to no, say it. No, because every time you say Louisville and from someone that's here, they correct you every time. I, I think right. he's right. We ought to go with Louisville. Louisville. It seems better, so right? you got to drag it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to say it right no matter what. Try to fit in like we're local. You'll say it right after a couple beers. Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> Can't say just it drag it out longer Nobody will longer. correct you anyway that's at right. that point. That's right. uh, so here doing a podcast in the Rubline Media Room. We have Nose Jammer in the house, Mr. John Redmond. Redmond? Redmond? Yep. Does it matter? No. Louisville. Doesn't matter. Louisville. 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 <laughs> Louisville. <laughs> tomato, tomato, you know. Yeah. So I'm sure Chase drug you into doing this podcast with us, but we appreciate you taking the time out of the show yeah. to jump on with us. Of course. Um, Nose Jammer is a product for us. We're not like scent guys. Like we don't use urine scents and stuff like that or cover scents usually. Mm-hmm. But it seems like with our podcast and our crew, Nose Jammer is the one product out of our realm from what we normally use that kind of we use it so like we're familiar with the deodorant and the shampoos and stuff like that and the wipes and all that and i like it because i like the smell of it and i think i use it all year long just because i like the smell of it (laughs) yeah and so from our point of view i feel like if you just use regular like scent killer deodorant i feel like i stink through it so fast Mm. that i feel like nose jammer just does a better job of like controlling how bad i smell right right so I don't know if that's good or bad from your perspective, but well, we we do use it. So. Good, good. No, you know what's interesting about the nose jammer in in comparison to scent elimination, and you know that's all we had for thirty, forty years. As I was growing up, a bow hunter. I mean, I was taking a shower. I, I had the baking soda in my boots, and mm-hmm. Miles Keller was the man. When right. I was in high school, <clears throat> you know, so he had all these things you need to be doing. We were doing them and um, using urine and stuff like that. Critters would still get downwind. They'd still get you. And, you know, I'm not positive how much it was helping, but that's all we had. But, mm-hmm. no, what's interesting is you eliminate odor, let's say, with a scent-free deodorant. Mm-hmm. The only problem is you don't have anything to compensate for what you're about to create. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's the problem with it. But um, plenty of effectiveness. Um in some products, and I don't have anything bad to say about them because, yeah. man, I used this for so long. Right, right, right. Um, but you know what? what's interesting is, um, and I was religious, I would pack my stuff in like we all did, and I'd get up to the top of this hill and I'd be sweating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so all that work I did and got up early and all that, you know, it was kind of shot out the door a little bit, and then they'd get me anyway. So for a while there, and I was running an outfit in business, uh, archery only, <clears throat> southeastern Minnesota, for, for a good amount of time there, I was just hunting dirty. Mm-hmm. But I had enough places to go where I would always have the wind. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
So that was pretty good because I'd go in with my shit on and I'd be sweating. Yeah. And yeah. it was not, I wasn't stressed out because I had a sweat dripping down my face after, you know, maybe climbing a big hill or doing whatever. But yeah, or, I was like, all, if you're out of shape like me, you just sweat. <laughs> just walking in. You get the beer sweats going in there. Yeah. Standing in the morning. <laughs> we all got it. But I guess where I'm going is when I said, ah, forget it, I'm hunting dirty, I was ready. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd get in the car with my gear on and everything. So, um, no, nose jammer has been an interesting thing, and and, and and running the outfitting business when I developed it um, was huge because I'd have five guys that came in, I'd give them a can, and then they'd go to the sets that I knew the wind was doing whatever mm-hmm. that I'd set up already, and they'd come back and say, well, this is what happened. Right. So uh, kind of bypassed the learning curve with that, you know, and got... Got it dialed yeah, in. Like your testers, yeah. Yeah, yeah had all these feedback. guys testing on the spots I'd already set, you know. Right, yeah. So what you ma- what made you go into this, like come up with the idea and like come in saying, Hey, we would need to build like a deodorant or a cover center or whatever. Yeah, I, I guess just well, even to back up even further, yeah, like yeah, how did you think about it? like think of it? How does it actually work? Because I feel that's like the biggest question with a product like this or a nose jammer specifically is like Everyone's always anything scent, really. Right. There's always like the skeptics of like, how does that really work? Does it really work? And can you really use it like it says you can use it to where you don't have to worry about wind as much in certain areas or whatever it may be? Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, how it originated is um, <clears throat> I was guiding a family friend when we were elk hunting in Colorado and we blew a setup on an elk, mm-hmm. which happens a lot. We're sitting back against these trees, and um, he says, "Man, when I was in a." Well, when I was in Boy Scouts, I used to peel the bark on. We'd peel the bark on these trees. They got a sweet smell to them. And I thought, oh, whatever, man. I mean, I've been in the woods a long time. <laughs> Pine's a pine. I don't, yeah, right. I yeah. must know something. Yeah. But uh, long of the short is, I I did smell that tree, and um, I thought, yeah, that's maple syrup. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's maple syrup in these trees. I don't know if they tap them. I don't know much about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's what I'm smelling. Right. Um, and 20 years earlier in the hair care business, <clears throat> I had a idea for a deodorant stick you'd rub it on trees around your setup deer would get near it they wouldn't be able to smell mm-hmm. but i didn't know what i'd start with right ingredients was i didn't i mean i had the idea but nothing to go mm-hmm. into it um so those ideas kind of merged right there when i smelled something coming out of that tree and it didn't take any time to get on the internet and find out that trees shrubs and grasses are emitting ar- aromatic compounds the, they emit aromatic compounds from high to low. You've mm-hmm. got all vegetations emitting aromatic compounds, but some do it at a level that you and I can smell it. Flowers, for instance, standing sure. vegetation, and what you're smelling on a flower is aromatic compounds being given off. Mm-hmm. And why they do that is <clears throat> it's an insect defense. So they mm-hmm. give that off to keep insects and stuff away from them, right. from wrecking their program. But um, no, um, it came together fast. And then I had people around me that were shooting ideas to me, you know. So I had the idea of utilizing stuff that was coming out of standing vegetation, but it was everybody around me with great ideas. I had the can. It was a certain color. The one kid says, hey, blood red can. Mm -hmm. The other guy says, man, it's jamming their sense of smell. So I was listening. Uh, But that's really how it came about. And then, like I said, the outfitting. We'd get done elk hunting and go straight into whitey hunting. And then once we had the samples made, I'd hand them out to my guys, and they were telling me what would happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's awesome to have the so, testers right there yeah. with the outfitting business yeah, and everything. Yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah. So, so when it gets into, like, the olfactory blocking, 
What does that mean? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. So, um, you know, olfactory overload is what we're creating. So, you know, critters have um, hairs. We all do on their olfactory glands. And what happens is you can only process one airborne odor at a time. Mm -hmm. And then they have to reset. You know, so for instance, if you go into a pizza joint, when you open that door, you go, wow, I can almost taste it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. After you've sat down and placed your order, it dulls up. Right. And that's your olfactory gland being overwhelmed. This product is a lot like if you've ever been to saltwater, you go to saltwater and go, man, saltwater has a smell to it. Mm-hmm. But the people that live right next to it don't smell it at all. Right. right. It's like cedar in our studio. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Our, yep. our studio that we have is all fresh cedar wood. Yep. Everybody that walks in is like, man, it smells like a birdhouse in yep. here. And we, I don't smell it anymore. There you go. But it's like overwhelming. Yeah, so. It's like a gerbil cage. Yeah, so that's <laughs> olfactory fatigue. Okay. You know, okay. Just too much odor and I can't process anything else. And then that's the key is because what you end up doing with this product is you create such a cloud around you and in your hunting area. The wind swirls. That mm-hmm. critter sucks that smell in. And it occupies their sense of smell to the point of where they can't fight through that to get to you. Right. Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. What um, for guys? Like I know this will get brought up if I don't ask it. Um, what if like? What if the smell of the overwhelming o- odor of nose jammer? Well, how does that, animals typically react to that? Good one. Good, Good one. one. Glad you asked that. Um, well. The compounds are emitted by standing vegetation. They're mm-hmm. exposed to them. It's the environment they live in. And so Makes what sense. I did was isolated the most prolific compounds. So the compounds that are given off most mm-hmm. yeah. across the standing okay. vegetation. Sure. Um, and, and they're conditioned to that. So when they get a nose full of it, it's not alarming. Mm. Just like I said with the um, saltwater. So... You go, man, saltwater's got a smell. The people that live next to it don't smell it at all. In essence, all we're doing is ramping up that smell of saltwater, hit them on the nose, can't smell another thing. Gotcha. But all okay. they can do is smell that saltwater cloud. Yeah. Okay, that it's does like, make sense. It's like, think about a cigarette, somebody blowing a cloud of, of, of um, smoke on you. You're not fighting through that to smell the cookies sitting over there. Right. And yeah. that's basically all it is. Interesting. Right. Okay. It makes yeah, sense when you lay it out. Yeah, that's yeah. an awesome but, way. But to, to, to the non-alarming thing, it yeah. is non-alarming because all those compounds are spot on. It's not a foreign no, threat absolutely type not. scent that's overwhelming them. It's yeah. more of natural odors that's Well, it's, it's what they're used to. Yeah. You okay, know, that's that what they're conditioned to smelling every day anyways. It's just at higher concentrations. Yeah. Right. So really the more you use, the better. You can't overuse you it. You can't overuse I've it. I've got these guys, man. They're like, hey, I'm, you know, you don't have to. But there's like, dude, I sprayed a whole can. I killed this big buck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And basically all that is is keeping them from getting to you. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Awesome. I love the smell of it. And yep. so I've used it. I've actually, I did have a can that I sprayed on my e-bike mm-hmm. just because I was worried about my e-bike sure. like laying in the grass while I was up in the stand. Um but yeah, the deodorant and the wipes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Just I from- like the body wash the most. Okay, so yeah, what, what you're doing there, when you use the deodorant, the wipes, and the body wash, you know, if you can get it on your clothes, if you can get it on your body, and then you spray it around your hunting area, it's just tougher for them to get in and find human odor then. Mm-hmm. And that's really the premise behind the personal I'm care glad, products. I'm glad he said you can't use too much because this is totally, totally my fault, but I had a can in my backpack one time, Uh-oh. and I'm walking, I can hear it. Ch- I'm like, what is that noise? And then something hit it. Whole can went off inside my backpack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And then I could just overwhelming smell on it. I'm like, God, is this too much? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, you were yeah, fine. Right, I was fine, yeah. 
that's interesting. I think that's a. Uh, is there anything else on, on the market? Like, I mean, don't obviously don't plug them, but like, do you, is it like a first of its kind product in this industry? Well, you know what? It was interesting when we came in. Um, everybody called bullshit on it. <laughs> of and, course, right? Because yeah, right. Be I get skeptical. it. Yeah, I get different. it because man, um, I had gone to just hunting dirty. I was sure. like, not doing mm-hmm. it. It would have taken one of my buddies to go. No, you have to use this. So I'm as big a skeptic as anybody, and we're all skeptics because it's serious. Oh, yeah. You know, right? You know, you're freezing your ass off. You want to kid a deer. You spent all this money, all this time, and you know, it's it's yeah. it's, it's important. And uh, no, I'm the biggest skeptic of all. So uh, I forget where we were going right there. But Just when people are, you know, going to be a little bit hesitant to a product, like oh, yeah, they're worried is about it, like, is it the oh, first time a product of a, yeah, of its yeah. So yet. when we came in, it was interesting. We had a couple of guys take shots at us, you know, and mm-hmm. copy packaging and try to do the name and different things like that. And the name and, and product was um, original enough and different enough to where it didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and our dealers, you know, we have good customer service, so they weren't about to let something else come in. They're right. selling that already. I got one. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. So, no, they called bullshit on it, and, and it was a double-edged sword. You know, that smell will freak you out. Mm-hmm. But it also had the bigger brands going, ah, that's bullshit. Right. We don't need to worry about that. Now, what's one thing that's interesting is when I launched it, I went to Cabela's first instead of uh, going to the dealer's. One strategy would bring it to the dealers first, and then it'll grow, bring it to the box stores. Instead, what I did was it brought it to the box stores mm-hmm. and then brought it to the dealers. Well, that insulated us and kept, you know, from getting knocked off. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Um, so that was a, it was a good strategy. Yeah. But yeah, no, there's, there's, there's no nose jammers on the market other than ours. Yeah, I didn't think so, but I also don't pay as we don't pay as close attention to a lot of products like that because we don't typically utilize them in right. our hunting strategies. But and it's like nose jammer, so how's she's that? The smell of it alone just yeah. wins me. Over, I always to be honest, say you guys need to come out with an air fresher for cars because oh, we get that email a lot. Do you really? We, the, the number one email we, we get is is you ought to get one for a car. Well, that yeah, makes sense, right? Because yeah. it's another layer in the system. Yep. No, they dig it. You know, it's a, it was a double-edged sword because they called bullshit on it, but people really like the smell. Mm-hmm. And the wives are, you know, not pissed when you walk in. There you go. Yeah, that's you don't a good, have to piss one. on your boots. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 You don't smell like an old sock. Yeah. So that, that <laughs> helps right. too. That's right. Well, I feel, you know, ozone, we're huge advocates of using ozone, mm-hmm. scent crusher, love all our scent crusher stuff. The, the ozone smell we've talked is kind of like, you know, when you're like certain smells bring you back to like your hunting memories when you were a kid. You know, for some people, it's like the, the earth-scented wafers. Yep. Like, I feel like for our kids, it's going to be like the smell of ozone. And, and nose jammer. And, and nose, jammer, yeah. nose jammer in certain <laughs> uh, instances. But yeah. um, I had a question I was going to ask you, and it slipped. But uh, the first time I ever remember seeing nose jammer was I worked at Gander Mountain when mm-hmm. I was in school. And I remember talking to a guy, um, just a customer, and I remember seeing, like, the little display box, and he was like, that stuff's the shit, man. Because mm. I didn't even think anything of it at the time. I hadn't had any experience. I'm like, really? It works? He's like, yeah, it fucking works. Mm. So that was, the, and that was, I don't know how long ago now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, when Gander Mountain was open, yeah. um, I don't know, 2006, 13. Like <laughs> no, not that long ago. Yeah. <laughs> so 10 years ago. I don't know. How long have you guys been around? This will be our 12th year in the show. Year. Congratulations. Yeah. So, so it was probably eight years ago. You yeah. Know, something like that. Yeah. So, but anyway, it's just kind of cool. Like, mm-hmm. you see a product, and you're like, ah, oh, never. But you hear, all I've ever heard is good things. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and I don't feel 
that's not typical for a I don't know what category I, I keep on saying scent related company, but it's not really. Well, I mean we're in the scent and scent eliminators, but um, you know, it's jamming. Yeah, it's a jamming. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah, the jam category. The jamming business. Mm-hmm. But but I mean there's so many even ozone. There's so many like skeptics on ozone and there's guys that like using deer urine, guys that don't. Do you use deer urine with nose jammer or anything else? Good one. I was hoping you were going to get to that. Um, I quit using piss a long time ago because mm-hmm. I just wasn't seeing enough results. And like I said, I used to run an outfitting business there in Houston, Minnesota, um, archery only. I remember one year we were using the wildlife estrus leaves and um, deer came to them during... Um, like a four-day period, mm-hmm. and um, what was it? What, what what was the product? It was the it was the wildlife asterisk leaf. Oh, really? I didn't know that. I, 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 it, it's a little plastic scent, and so they came to that man. But mm-hmm. um, aside from that, I I, I hadn't had enough luck with it. Yeah, yeah. So there I am playing around with it, and it's just wasting my time. I'm going over here. I just want to get right to the stand yeah. now. Yeah. And you're putting out more scent. Yeah, but to no, just get there's back guys in. that use lure, and it works for them. So to answer your question, how do you use them together? Keep the lure 25 yards away from your stand. Gotcha. Yeah. That's generally what I say, and then they those guys seem to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know like how people did that. I, I, it's Using urine and stuff, Like it's something that I want to do to a point, mm-hmm. because sometimes when you get frustrated... You wonder, like, man, if I had a lure, well, would out, that help? Like, would this be yeah. helping me right, right now? At what bucks? What what cha- what percentage of chance could I perk the interest of a mature deer? Now, there's a lot of guys locally that you know do their own deer urine or use whatever urine company or work with another whatever. And I, I feel like most of those guys aren't killing mature animals; they're killing two year olds. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's like, well, yeah, I had a buck come into the urine. Like yeah, man, but that's a young, immature. He doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Know. He's yeah, riding in October. Like, <laughs> our, our buddy Ross Bigger is a ghost on the show. He's not here at this show, but he uh, Ross is kind of he killed one of his big two hundred inch deer, I think, because yeah. of he's probably the most scent get or like piss guy that we have. He, he's, <laughs> he's, a he's the most piss guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's into pee things a little yeah. more than the rest of us. <laughs> not for me. Yeah, not for not for us. <laughs> no for you, dog. <laughs> But, yeah, I don't know. I was just curious about that. It's um, There's so many skeptics and strong opinions when it comes to any type of scent or scent, scent elimination. Right. And I'm sure now jammers. <laughs> yeah. Well, you no, know, it's a difficult situation because a guy can kill a buck with a certain product in his backpack, but the product had nothing to do with the hunt. And then he thinks, well, that's what I got that big buck with. <laughs> yeah. True. There's so True. much gray area. It's unreal. Yeah. How would you for sure know? Yeah. It, well, you, you would if he was standing in your wind. Bro, with that, that, that would be a definitive yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, is there anything you're working on to, to bring to market, you know, and related to the Jammer line, I guess? Yeah. Um, that you can, that that you can tell about. us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, well we, we introduced the Silent Series this year, and that is um, uh, the first ever pump spray. Mm-hmm. So we've never had a pump, and it's a small six-ounce pump spray. And um, then we have our... Nose jammer dust, which is wind protection and direction. They oh, all really? they all have that nose jammer smell to them, which keeps game from detecting and tracking human odor. But they're quiet. Mm-hmm. That pump spray and the nose jammer dust, we um, made it so you could put it in your bino harness oh, or awesome. in a pocket. Oh, and nice! So it's designed for when game are close. That last hour of your hunt, where you got deer in the food plot, right. get a little extra protection. Yep. Spot and stalk on that last section. Yeah, yeah. In an elk herd. And a water hole. 
mm-hmm. you know, they can be near you and you can, and then there's a little cloud. So I like that. Yeah, Silent Series is new for us this year. Very That's cool. awesome. Yeah. Well, um, before the Silent Series, because I know that'll be popular, especially, I always wear a vinyl harness. I think we yeah. all do. Yeah. And so it's good to just have that right there on you. Yeah. What would be the most popular product, or if someone who's never tried Nose Jammer, what would you recommend that they try first? Well, you got to start with the aerosol. Mm-hmm. You know, and we got a six and a four ounce. The the four ounce is nine ninety nine, very affordable. The eight ounce is no, it's six ounce, but uh, the eight ounce is fourteen ninety nine. But yeah, you got to use that aerosol to become a believer, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then you know, once they use that aerosol, they go, yeah, I get it. It worked really good. I'm absolutely going to try that deodorant and other stuff. The more of this stuff I get on my clothes, my body, and in my hunting area, the better it works. Yeah, you know, so. Yeah, that's a little bit about it. Yeah. No, I like it. I think the idea is really cool. And, I mean, it's just one of those things that got to pass with us. Because normally, I I don't know, it's probably by default, I think. Yeah. When it comes to, like, scents and stuff, I'm just like, no. Everybody's very skeptic. Yeah. Big time. I think they're less skeptic of, like, um, hardline goods, like uh, bows and and all all the accessories. For sure. Much less skeptic. For sure. When you come in with something... Scent-wise, they're like, well, you know, then they yeah. really get their guard up. Oh, yeah, for sure. Do you feel when guys become a believer, like a skeptic becomes a believer in the product, do you feel like then they're more, like, hardcore and dedicated to, like, the belief in it once you get them over to the Good to question. Believing? Good question. I was just talking to somebody about this. He said, yeah, I got a lot of skeptics, da 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 and then they tried it. And I said, well, what happens with those skeptics is they'll say, yeah, bullshit to begin with, but when they use it, those are the guys that are telling everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Those are your biggest fans. Yep. The, yeah. the skeptic is your biggest fan once you once you turn them. So you must need them. So you you're definitely not discouraged by the guys that are throwing shit your way. We've already <laughs> we've already turned them. Yeah. And right. and, and, and and there's always going to be. But yeah, we turned those guys. Yeah. You should have seen them when we first came up before um, before it sold. They were telling us how it wouldn't work. Which is the way it is. Of course, right. Everybody knows everything. Yeah. Yep. Right. Oh, I'm a fucking expert. I got a couple bucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What are you talking about? I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of skeptics, but we overcame that, and then you got that guy. You yeah, know, definitely. For, for life, really. Yeah, that I was guy curious. comes back the next year, and he's like, this shit's awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I was curious, like, how, I mean, because that's a little bit, has to be a little discouraging at first, right, when you launch, and you got everyone being so yeah, skeptic. shitting on you. But, but yeah, and that, that was happening, and uh, I remember an outdoor, um, uh, outdoor, um, article that the one dude he wrote an article he'd never even used it but he was telling us how it wouldn't work this is a guy that's toting around 125 inch 10 points hey right. look what i got i mean great but i mean you know the, you, great, just, but you. you don't know <laughs> you don't know everything but when we came out and there was a lot of skeptics as long as they're talking about it is the key mm-hmm. right. if they're not Good talking true. about it you're shot in the ass mm-hmm. right so they were talking about it you know? hey, it's yeah. working out. That's right. Uh, so it was, uh, it was a learning lesson on that. Yeah. No, very cool, man. I mm-hmm. love it. I, I think it's it's a cool like build up story too. You know, because mm-hmm. I mean, you, yeah, you're gonna have strong opinions. Anything really haunting, everyone's got the things they believe are, in. Things everybody's they don't. an expert, man. I was just gonna yeah. say. Well, yeah. sure. just gonna say that. I've used this analogy before, but I think it's with hunting. It's like the, the typical like guy telling a story at the bar, like I'm the man. I did yeah. this and this, but I think it's different because you can't like. Like in basketball, if someone was talking themselves up in basketball, you'd be like, let's go play one-on-one, mm-hmm. and I'll just yeah. dunk on your ass yeah. and just <laughs> right. prove that you suck. You don't see them hunting. Yeah. Right. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of... You can't do that with hunting. Behind the scenes, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
And then you find out like a hunting tactic that your buddy does, and you're like, oh man, no wonder he can't hunt his way out of a paper bag. <laughs> Fishing's the same. Yeah. 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 Oh well. That's, yeah. I guess that's part of what makes it fun. And yeah, it is. Re- <laughs> real results really prove it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, hey, where can people find you guys? And if they want to get into some product like um, social, anything else you want to plug, go ahead and do it. Um, I mean, we're in a lot of stores. We're in your bow shops. We're in box stores. You can get it online. And, um, you know, if there's skeptics out there, which there always will be, just mm-hmm. Google reviews. I love yeah. it. You know, that, that, that'll that turn you around a little bit. But, you know, nine ninety nine is um, you're not out too much yeah. to try it. Yeah, That's it's not right. $1,000 it, It's nine ninety nine to see if it works. Yeah. Right. I love it, man. Well, thank you so yeah. much for taking the time to oh, do you this. Got it. You got it. Thanks, and, guys. And, uh, yeah, keep doing it because we are using that. And then I think I'm going to – I got to at least give it more shots. Full can it. Yeah. Just let it rip. Just full can it. You can't hey, overuse it, man. Yeah. We're going to get in the jamming business. <laughs> We're getting in the jamming business. <laughs> I love it. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate you got, it. You got it, guys. Thank you. You guys want to add anything? No. No. Thank awesome you. product. Yeah, of course. All right, guys. You know what to do. Go shoot your bow. We love you. legendary shows in the outdoors is on waypoint tv don't miss primo's truth about hunting wednesday nights at 7 p.m eastern on waypoint tv the destination for outdoor entertainment